Come to me, and I will give you rest. Those who are burdened. Today, we hear in the gospel, Jesus' intimate relationship with the Father. In John's gospel, we read how everything that Jesus did, he did it in union with the Father. So this gospel of Matthew chapter 11 is very significant because Jesus now is showing us the inner life of God. He says, no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. So in this gospel of Matthew, this passage, Jesus is explaining the inner life of God. We hear that God is love. We we are familiar. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God. Now, we know from theology, but aside of theology, that God is the lover. And the Son is the beloved. And the union between the Father and the Son, the intimate relationship, is the Holy Spirit. And that's why we say the Spirit dwells within us that the Father, Son is with us. In John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my word, and the Father will love you, and we will come and make our dwelling place within you. So all of us uh, who love, we participate in the love, in the Trinity. Uh, and I, I imagine Father Albert explained on Trinity Sunday what this love is about. Eh? The intimate relationship. And we, as Christians, as Catholics, share in that intimacy. Huh? That the love between the Father and the Son. You know, uh, there's a, 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 there was this boy in college, you know, and it was the end of the school year and he was writing to his father, you know. And he says to his father, no man, no money. No fun, your son. You know? And the father writes back, so sad, too bad, your dad. <laughs> so unlike that father, the father is really close to Jesus. Huh? So notice uh, what, uh, what Jesus says. Huh? Uh, I give you praise, Father of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things, these things that are hidden, which was made known when Christ came to represent the Father here on earth. And he's showing us that in the Trinity, there is this circle of love, circle of love where the Father, the lover, loves the Son. The Son realizes his love, and he reciprocates, and that bond is the Holy Spirit. And so we uh, participate in that. You notice uh, in Jesus, uh, he says, come to me. All you are humble of heart. And we hear in the first reading where the king is approaching Jerusalem, not as a top warrior, but as a humble servant as he enters into Jerusalem. And notice what happens in the second reading when St. Paul says, huh? St. Paul says that we are dwell in the spirit. He says, for if you live, According to the flesh, you will die, but by the Spirit, you will live. So the Spirit of God dwells within every one of you. 
Every one of us. You know, uh, in the Hindu tradition, when they meet one another, they, they bow to another and they say, Namaste, Namaste. And what they're saying is, the God spirit in me greets the God spirit in you. Huh? Isn't that beautiful? You know, in Hawaii, we say aloha. Huh? And aloha means two words. It means hello and goodbye. Okay, But in the Hawaiian, alo is the forehead and ha is the breath. So when two Hawaiians meet each other, they, they, they put their foreheads together and they say aloha. means the spirit in me greets your spirit in you. Huh? Yeah, the spirit. So this spirit of God dwells within us. You know, we're going to hear a song, uh, Taste and See by James Moore. Huh? He has another song called, he has a song which reminds me so forcefully about the Spirit. And it goes like this. Spirit of God who lives in me, open my eyes that I may see. Come fill my heart and make me whole. Spirit of God, I am yours. The Spirit of God dwells in each one of us. And the more we are aware of God's Spirit dwelling in us, then we will treat one another with respect. We will treat one another with compassion and love. And we will be like Jesus, that we will reach out to our brothers and sisters and exude the Spirit of not only of hospitality, but the love of God. And so Christ, Christ is the model for each one of us. He says, come to me, for I am meek, and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your soul. So one of the keys of living is to imitate Jesus, not admiring Christ, but imitating uh, Jesus as he gave his life on the cross. You know, in uh, Galatians chapter uh, 2, verse 20, St. Paul says this, I have been crucified with Christ. The life I live now is not my own. Christ is living in me. When I meditate on these words, it's very challenging to realize that Jesus lives in me. I have been crucified with Christ on the cross. And the life I live now is not my own. Christ is living in me. And he continues, I still live my human life, but it's a life of faith. In a son of God who loved me and gave himself for me on the cross. So Jesus is showing us that we as Christians and as Catholics are called to imitate Christ. To imitate Christ in his loving relationship with one another and with the Father. And so when, when Jesus now gives us an invitation, come to me all you who are labor and burden." Burdened by the lies that the world tells us that you will find happiness in wealth, pleasure, and honor. No, no, no. Christ is saying, you will find peace. You will find joy when you come to me because I am the only one who can give you joy and love. You know, in these days, we all experience, we all experience stress and distress and hardships. And so one of the questions we ask ourselves, who do we turn to? Who do we turn to in our sorrows as we walk this journey of life? And all of us experience uh, 
uh, hardships. Huh? You notice when uh, Pope Francis was, uh, uh, when he became Pope, his first words were, pray for me, for I am a sinner. Now, when I heard that, I said, wow, here's the Pope asking all of us to pray for him. So we are sinners huh? every day, and that's why when we celebrate Mass, at the beginning, we ask for forgiveness and the mercy of God. Okay, We ask for uh, mercy of God. And we look to our Lord as we say our Savior. Huh? And that's why this invitation is that we do not find joy. In the gospel, in the reading, it says holy joy. The holy joy is Jesus Christ. Huh? Jesus Christ. And th that's the lies of the world, huh? that we who are burdened will find joy and will find happiness only in Jesus Christ. And we're called, huh? we're called as Christians to reach out to others who do not know our Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? We have to be living examples of what it means to be a Christian. And it's hard these days. Huh? It's very hard sometimes uh, to follow the ways of Christ in humility and in joy. So where do we find the strength? Where do we find the strength to live the Christian life? Right here in the Eucharist. Right here. So when we come together, we hear God's word in the scripture. We hear that Jesus is present in the scripture. And I would recommend real strongly, if you have a missalette, Pray every morning. Take your missile and, and meditate on God's word, which is life. And when we come and receive the body and blood of Christ, that is when all of us are united with one another because we are part of the circle of love, the circle of the Trinity, the circle of communion with our Father. So my prayer as we continue this Eucharist, at communion, pray for the grace of intimacy with our Lord Jesus. He has given an example, and he noticed, he encourages us, come, come to me, all you who are labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. So, Corrit Ten Boon, one of the, uh, 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 she was caught in the, by the Germans, uh, and she would say when she was in prison, when I look at the world, I am distressed. When I look at myself, I am dis depressed. When I look at Jesus, I am at rest. May we always look at Jesus as our Savior. May we always look to the Father as the loving Father who guides us and shows us the way in the Spirit. Amen? Amen. Amen.